This is part two of Building Business Wisdom. Last episode, we went over some basic principles to get unstuck as you seek to grow with courage. We talked about how consistency gives you the slight edge in business because compounded efforts add up over time and daily habits are huge in helping you reach your goals. We also talked about how the confidence, positive energy, and certainty that you bring to the table as you build your organization make a difference. So if you are struggling for a breakthrough in your business, if you feel like your efforts are not working or growth is taking too long, go back and listen to episode 40 for some encouragement and motivation. But be honest. Do you sometimes wonder if you're even pursuing the right thing? Do you get gripped with doubt and ask yourself, what am I doing? Is this even worth it? Today, I'm going to share with you three keys to developing kingdom business, because above all, you need to know that what you're doing will make an eternal impact. That is our why. And this fuels our goals as kingdom entrepreneurs to give God glory in all that we do. And I've got to be honest, as I was preparing this episode, tears were streaming down my face. It went in a direction and a whole lot deeper than I thought it would. But I know that this is going to shake some of you. This couldn't be a more important message on my heart right now, and it goes far beyond business. It's always about digging deep and getting to the root of our identity so that we can level up and live the life we're called to live for such a time as this. So keep listening. Take a moment to share this with other faith-filled mamas and entrepreneurs in your life, and I hope this both provokes your spirit and blesses you today. Welcome back to the Nourishing Mompreneur Podcast, where we get encouraged and empowered as we pursue our greatest potential within the walls of our home. Hey mama, my name is Michelle High, and I'm so thankful you're here. Do you feel like your life is good, but something in you feels unfulfilled? Do you feel stuck in the trenches of motherhood, exhausted and working so hard, but feeling like you're getting nowhere? Do you have big dreams you hold in your heart, but you've been living small? Are you motivated for more, but don't have the clarity or the courage to do anything about it? Do you want to discover God's best and see if it's really possible to be an excellent wife, an intentional mother, and be successful in business, all for the glory of God? As a wife of 16 years, a homeschooling mama of five, and an entrepreneur, I know exactly how you feel, every bit of it. I truly believe that the most important work you will ever do is within the walls of your home and that there is purpose in every season. If you are a fellow business-minded mama with a heart for home and a love for Jesus, Let's process this journey and grow together. Hey mama, today it's going to get pretty real as we talk about three mindsets and heart sets that are going to help you develop a business for the glory of God. If you're a believer, you are not just an entrepreneur or a hardworking mama. Everything you do is designed to leave an eternal impact. And no matter how small the task, you want to make sure that God is being honored in all that you do. You are called to leave a legacy. I'll remind you one more time to go back and listen to the last episode because this is part two of Building Business Wisdom, where we talk more about the inner work strategies that are going to give you the slight edge in building a kingdom business. So in our family, we're in birthday season at our house, which means that starting in September, we have about two birthdays in our family a month to celebrate. One of my girls just had a birthday party and the kids hit a pinata. It reminded me of this amazing analogy that I want to share with you just to begin with. So this was written by Ed Milet. He says, you've seen it, right? 
you know, they blindfold the kid and they spin them around and the kid starts swinging his bat all around and trying to hit this thing because they want to get all the candy inside. Well, winning in business feels just like that. A lot of you entrepreneurs feel blindfolded right now. You can't see the path in front of you. You don't know which way is up and you keep swinging and missing your target. If you're a new entrepreneur and just starting out, still trying to get your business off the ground, it feels a lot like this, doesn't it? And now, since the pandemic has started, I know a lot of you seasoned entrepreneurs are feeling the pressure of trying to pivot and do whatever you can to survive. I'm in the same position as all of you. But what I learned a long time ago is that the only way to find your successes, no matter what stage of business you are in, is to keep swinging. Eventually, someone will point you in the right direction, you'll find the right path, and you'll start hitting that pinata. But you know what? It still won't break. The sad part is that most entrepreneurs won't stick around to keep hitting that pinata long enough for the candy to come out. They'll just quit go back to the line and give their turn to the next person in line. The only separator between those who succeed and those who don't is that the ones who make it keep hitting the pinata long enough for the candy to come out. It works this way in business, but also in every other area of your life. In order to get the candy, all the goodness that's waiting for you in your fitness, in your faith, in your relationships, in your family, in your finances, you've got to stay facing the right direction and keep swinging. Isn't that so good and true? I know this resonates with all of you entrepreneurs out there. Last episode, we talked all about the power of consistency. It is the thing that will set you apart and push you towards your goals or desired results. However, before we determine to start swinging at the pinata, we need to ask ourselves, am I swinging at the right pinata? Meaning, am I pursuing the right thing? Is my energy my effort, my precious, precious time, my focus going towards the right goals. The biggest tragedy would be to get to the end of our lives being, quote, successful, but to find that we were successful at the wrong things. Maybe we built that business, made the money, traveled the world, enjoyed all the vacations, but missed out on our family, missed out on doing anything that would leave a lasting impact here on earth because all we were focused on at the end of the day was ourselves. Guys, this world has changed. Our world is changing. And in the process, it causes us to question who we are and what we're all about. It's caused us to reevaluate our priorities. I say embrace it. And don't be afraid to come to a different conclusion that you may have landed on than before. Before you apply success principles to your business or other endeavors, or really any area of life you seek to grow in, make sure that you are pursuing the right thing, the ultimate thing, the better thing. Make sure you're swinging at the right pinata. Honestly, I wasn't planning on talking about all of this on this episode, but I do feel called to kind of head in a direction and read you this passage from scripture that's been really foundational for me this year. And you know what? I don't even know. I did not even write down where this is at. (laughs) It's in Luke. I'm so bad about that. But this is the story about Mary and Martha. I'm sure you've heard about it many times. And it goes like this. Now, as they were on their way, Jesus entered a village and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she went up to him and said, Lord, 
Do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. Listen, you can have the best intentions. You can be doing good things, even serving others, things that seem important. But if you're not focused on the one thing, which is Jesus, all of the other things are only going to keep you busy and distracted. Jesus says one thing is necessary. So as you partner with the Lord, with the work of your hands, ask him about everything and make sure that what you're pursuing is what God desires for you in this season of your life. Seek his face and desire to know his heart for you. I'll tell you so openly and humbly what this year has looked like for me. In 2020, I found myself hustling like a mad woman. And by the end of the year, I was running three businesses while homeschooling, while keeping my marriage strong, while keeping the home in order, all the things. There was a grace for that season and permission to show up at the capacity that I was because I was running at 90 to nothing. However, I knew that I didn't want to live at that pace forever. And I also knew that 2021 would be different. God is so sweet in that he knows me and he created me and he knows that I'm a planner and I like to feel prepared. And he began revealing bits and pieces of his heart for me back in the summer of 2020. And as I gave him my very weak little yes, he would begin to guide the details of my steps and reveal more and kind of help me navigate how to transition. The more I walked in obedience, the more clarity I got. So I just want to remind you and tell you that the more you walk in obedience, the more clarity will come. But you have to give God your yes. So for me, by the beginning of January 2021, I wrote out my definition of success. And let me tell you, it was totally different than it was the year before. Like this year and last year could not be more different for me. But it was last year that prepared me to be in the season that I'm in right now by the grace of God. So I would encourage you, go check out episode four, where I talk about how God is in all the details of your business. And it really just talks about how all the steps that God led me in through business led me to be who I am today and to be where I'm at today. And I wouldn't trade any of it for anything. There is so much purpose in all of it. And even when you're doing things, sometimes you just don't understand why you're doing it. You don't have full clarity. That's okay. Just walk in obedience and know that God has a bigger picture. He sees the bigger picture and you can just rest easy with that. I would not be who I am today without the journey that I've been on. And it's looked different from season to season, year to year. I would say the theme of this year for me has been surrender. As I've walked in obedience towards the mission that God has called me on, even when I don't understand it's incredibly hard and uncomfortable. And I mean hard and uncomfortable. It's pushed me to lay down a lot, to piece by piece, lay down every part of me so that God can have all of me. Well. That has greatly affected business. For lack of time, I won't share all the details of how everything's unfolded and how I've had the clarity to make some of the bold choices that I have. But over the course of the year, I have, in process, laid down all of my business endeavors to pursue only Jesus. 
I did not plan on this, but God so gently has guided me to this. It's felt uncomfortable. It's felt like a huge sacrifice, like loss. Like I've thrown away everything that I've ever worked for. Like a lot of tears. But you know what? It's worth it to me because knowing Jesus is ultimate. I'd rather trade my immediate gains or outward perceptions of success for the one thing that is necessary. And I'm being so real with you because I'm still in this process and I still wrestle with this. For example, one of my businesses is the Nourishing Cupcake, where I make these incredible, delicious and nutritious cupcakes in a jar. They're amazing. Well, I had plans to make a big batch and launch them in September. I was going to kind of do maybe like a schools in session celebration kind of thing, kind of launch. And I had all the plans. And according to my schedule, I mean, it all made sense. I had my fall planned out. However, I chose not to do that. I simply did not have the release or the peace to invest the long, long hours and late nights to make, sell, distribute these one-of-a-kind goodies. And I can't tell you how many people I've had to tell, no, I'm sorry, I don't have any for sale. I've had to say this over and over lately as people are like, okay, it's about that time. Like one of the cupcakes coming back. And I'm just like, no, I'm sorry, I not, not right now. For me, at this point in time, doing that, investing my time, my energy, my focus, it would really be a distraction. And I know that it would put me outside of the perfect will of my Heavenly Father. So I lay down my plans to give God my yes in faith. I'll give you another example. Just this week, a local influencer or entrepreneur reached out to me and invited me to be a part of an event that she's hosting. She asked the magic question that has mostly made me cringe inside this year and made me want to like quickly divert the conversation. But she asked me, what do you do? I want to hear all about your business. When people have asked me this question this year, it's triggered me to want to crawl in a hole and feel so small and immediately change the topic of conversation because the truth is at the moment, I'm not pursuing any business. I've laid it all down at this time and it's humbling. But my friend, let me tell you, the more I get over myself and my pride, the more I walk in confidence and the joy of surrender and the reward of knowing Jesus deeper. This is the greatest reward. At the end of the day, I care more about what my Heavenly Father thinks than what others think. But this has not come easy and it's something I still wrestle with. You see, I'm still me. I still have big goals and dreams and specific visions that the Lord has given me for the future. I have business plans in the pipeline, but I just don't have the permission or the peace to pursue them yet. And that's okay with me. I want the Lord to bless and promote me in his timing, not as I see fit. So I'll just keep asking and I'll keep waiting. But ultimately, my focus is first and foremost on pursuing the presence and the person of Jesus. That is my greatest success. I share all of this because I know that I'm not the only Martha out there. I'm not the only one who loves to work, who enjoys being constantly productive, who's business-minded and loves crushing those goals, who has big dreams and the audacity to pursue excellence in all the things, all the areas of life, who even has the tendency, if we're really honest, to put work above relationships. You better believe that if I was at the house with Jesus that day, I would have most likely been the one preparing the meal and making sure all the details were organized and taken care of. But God, but God is changing me and teaching me little by little to sit 
at his feet first, to rest in his presence, to listen in the stillness, to be fascinated with his beauty, to simply enjoy being with him, to pursue knowing Jesus above all else, because that, my friend, is true success. And from that place of intimacy, of learning to dwell in him, of cultivating oneness with him, from that place, I can get up and get to work. Because I won't be working out of my own selfish ambition or striving to get things done, but I'll be about my father's business, the call of a true kingdom entrepreneur. What that process looks like or how long it takes or how things will evolve, I have no idea. But I want to hit the right pinata to find the ultimate success by being about my father's business here on earth. Success is the process of walking in purpose, and it is a process. So if you would consider yourself a mompreneur or you're wired like a Martha, you're kind of a go-getter, busybody, I want to be a good friend to you and just give you the permission to pursue Jesus above all in this season. Focus your attention on him. He is worthy of our attention. He's worthy of our affection. And so many things in our life that are seem good, good causes, good motivations, they're really just keeping us busy and distracted. And I'm telling you, it's going to hurt us in the long run. We need to be strong and resilient. We need to be kingdom-minded warriors for our, our husbands, for our children, for everybody in our lives. This is the time for us to be strong and rise up and rest in our identity, but it only comes from him and it comes from knowing him first. I believe that as the world is changing and groaning with turmoil, God is calling his bride to get ready and rise up. Don't wait to give God your yes to whatever he's calling you to in this season. Define what success looks like for you with the Lord. And if you're in a busy business building hustle season, girl, go get it. I'll be your biggest fan, but just stay rooted in your identity. That's all I have to say. Keep working, keep, you know, going for it, stay faithful, but just stay rooted in your identity, your heavenly identity. That is so that you doing you actually looks like him. Wow. So I didn't expect to get into all of this at this time. But I believe that this is a now word, meaning this is something that you need to hear now. So make no mistake, your girl over here is working hard, like super hard. This year I've been working so hard, but my work has been focused on the inner work, the hard and the holy work I feel called to. The gains are mostly intangible, but they're also eternal. That being said, I want to give you three keys to developing kingdom business so that you can check your heart and make sure that you're working with eternal purpose in every season. I've already covered most of these, but just to recap a few key points. The first thing I want to say is pursue Jesus first so that you can be about your father's business. Despite the pull of the world, this life is not about you. It's not all about your hopes, your dreams, your goals, your businesses, yada, yada, yada. This life is about you fulfilling God's dreams here on this earth. That is a perspective shift. Be a kingdom entrepreneur by being an ambassador for Christ and let him define what success looks like for you in this season. It'll probably look very different 
with the value and definition of what the world says success looks like, but that is okay. One thing is necessary, as Jesus said. So put first things first, and then you'll be empowered to get up and work in oneness with your heavenly father. The second thing I want to say is give God your yes. The very first invitation that you receive when you become a believer is to have a real authentic intimacy with God himself, a real relationship. Give him your yes. You have to first know him to hear his voice. And when he speaks, give him your yes and just walk in obedience. This is how you build your life brick by brick for eternal purpose and for the glory of God. Remember, your life is not your own. Align yourself with the heart of the Father because his plans for you are good. And you don't have to have it all together or feel qualified or even prepared to be used by God. But your obedience, your obedience is required. All right. And the last point I want to make, the third thing, is to stay faithful to the process. You can stay consistent. We talked all about consistency in the last episode, how it gives you the slight edge in business. But as we're building a kingdom business, I would use the word stay faithful. I love the character of faithfulness because it's a characteristic of God and it's a fruit of the spirit. If we want to be like Christ, we need to stay faithful, faithful to the mission that God has us on, whatever that looks like and whatever the cost. We're not called to be, quote, successful. We're called to be faithful. And your faithfulness will lead to fruitfulness in your life. And just because you're not feeling it doesn't mean you can't stay faithful. Your thoughts and emotions and circumstances can take you all over the place, but just stay rooted, be confident, and choose to remain faithful. It really is a choice. If you walk hand in hand with Jesus, he will guarantee that you end up right where you're supposed to be. In Luke 1610, it says, if you're faithful in little things, you will be faithful in large ones. But if you're dishonest in little things, you won't be honest with greater responsibilities. There is a principle, a biblical principle for success, for life, that says if you're faithful with little, you can be trusted with much more. So be faithful. And let me just be clear and say that Being an ambassador for building the kingdom of God, it's not a weak thing. It doesn't mean that you can't do business. It's more, this is all about the posture of your heart. Seeking him first, being surrendered, walking in obedience, and letting him be on the throne of your life. In fact, you were actually created to do good works. Ephesians 2.20 says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So God has the work laid out. We are created to be hard workers, good workers, but it's up to him. That's why we've got to walk in that oneness with him. We're called to co-labor with Christ and do good works, but in doing so, we're going to bring his kingdom here on earth. And that process is not up to us if we're going to live a surrendered life. So I guess in conclusion, all of that, I would just say, sit at the feet of Jesus, give God your yes, and work faithfully. He is worth it. He is worthy of it all. And I believe that this is the place that we need to be to prepare us for the times to come and to keep us strong as women of God. 
So let's just close in prayer here. Lord, my prayer today is that your will would be our will, that your dreams would be our dreams, that your desires would be our desires, that we can confidently pray that your will would be done on earth as it is in heaven, God. God, we want to bring your kingdom to earth. We want to bring your glory here on earth. We want to reflect you in all that we do. We want to be salt and light, God. But we need to know you more. We need to really know you so that we can know your heart. Lord, help us to seek your kingdom above all else by pursuing you, Jesus, above all else. Help us to put you first and prioritize intimacy with you, sitting at your feet and enjoying a real personal relationship with the God of the universe. Thank you for this opportunity, God. Thank you so much for coming to earth and dying on the cross so that we can know you, God. We don't have to do this thing alone. We don't have to live life alone. Lord, I pray for the strength to always give you our yes, no matter how big or small, that we would walk in obedience and surrender in all that we do. And I also pray that you would bless the work of our hands, the big stuff, the mundane stuff, the tangible stuff, the inner work, Whatever it looks like, God, just bless the work and that we would faithfully work and persevere now and in the days to come. I pray for just a fresh anointing to seek you, for the permission to pioneer the way to your presence so that she can leave a lasting legacy here on this earth and set the example for all those in her influence and especially for her children. Lord, I just pray that you would be glorified in our lives and help us to represent you and reflect you well. We love you, Jesus, and we thank you for your presence in our life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. And one last thing, I just want to mention, I would love to hear from you. I know you guys are listening. Don't be a secret listener or a fly on the wall. Like, I really want to hear from you, especially on this conversation. This is like a tough conversation, not just for me to share, but I... I think in some ways it's probably a hard one to swallow, but I want to hear your feedback. What are you thinking? What are you feeling? What is your perspective on this? What questions do you have? How can I serve you better? What do you want to hear more of? And I will do my best to answer you on this podcast and just support you in a more personal way. So don't hesitate to reach out. Don't be a stranger. Um, check out the show notes. There's different ways to connect with me, but you can simply send an email over to hello, H-E-L-L-O, at nourishingmichelle.com. And I would love to hear from you. you like Mama show, leave a review. Hey Mama, real quick before you run off and do all the things, if you found value in today's conversation, it would mean the world to me if you left a review and subscribed to my podcast. I know you know how precious time is. The biggest thank you you can give me for taking the time to share on this podcast is to leave a written review. This helps me on my mission to encourage and empower others who are pursuing their greatest potential from home. So head over to iTunes, scroll down to the bottom of the Nourishing Mompreneur podcast to rate and leave a super quick review to let me know what spoke to your heart. And if you're feeling a little extra today, take a screenshot of today's episode and tag me on social. I value your time so much and appreciate you connecting with me. Find me at nourishingmichelle.com forward slash connect. 